raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Back in the summer of 65, I was feeling more dead than alive. I was holding 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. And oh my goodness, Casey, yeah. we have somebody who's running for president here yeah. with us today. Is it you? Uh, no, I'm I'm out. You know, I'm uh, I'm very retired. You didn't get the donors. Well, I do not want to drop dead of a stroke <laughs> or a heart attack. But somebody who is willing, for some yeah. reason, to subject this. I mean, this is like, a, this guy is legitimately running for president of mm-hmm. the United States. It's not like, you know, my Uncle Floyd said he's going to run for president. Write his name in. This dude is really running, and he's getting very close to potentially qualifying for the debates. You may have never heard of him, but you're about to. Ryan Binkley is his name. Ryan, hello. Well, hello, Rob. Great to be with you and Casey. It's so awesome to be here in Indiana, overlooking your incredible downtown square. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Now, I got to be totally candid with you, and this is why you're here to inform people. I had never heard of you before last night. Micah Beckwith, who's our good friend, uh, regular on this show, texted me, said, you got to have this guy on your show. He's an up-and-comer. He is a legitimate candidate for president. You spoke to the Hamilton County GOP uh, this morning. Tell us who the heck you are. Who the heck I am. I'm Ryan Binkley, <laughs> and I'm from Dallas, Texas. Okay. From the great nation of Texas, and uh, we are, I'm married to Ellie Binkley. We got five kids. I've uh, been married for 24 years. I'm a CEO of Generational Group, so we do investment banking, middle market M&A. It's grown now to be strategic growth, wealth management, a few other things, software engineering, yeah, your clothes like look that. nicer than the clothes I'm wearing, and that well, explains you know, that you're so doing very well. Guy. And uh, but anyway, I have about 400 employees across the nation, 16 offices. I'm also a pastor. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I have been in ministry since we got married. In fact, we've always been in ministry. So we did young adult ministry. Then about 10 years ago, we started a church, non-denominational church in uh, Richardson, Texas, right outside of Dallas. And uh, we've been doing that our whole life. And now we're running for president. Felt a call many years ago. Uh, just a dream came to run for president. And then over the years, just praying through that, messages began to come to me. Now's the time for us to run. And I'm sharing with America, we are in trouble and we need an economic revival. That's my expertise in finance. And we need a spiritual heartfelt revival. So a lot so, of people feel called to like help their country, their community. They might volunteer to soup kitchen or pick up trash on a highway. You took the hardest thing possible, which is run for president. <laughs> yes. Why would you do that? Well, like I said, that was the uh, that was the word that came to me. Uh, we've been pastoring, serving. We've volunteer already so we've been doing that for 30 years volunteering 15 20 hours a week in different ways and so but this this word really is for our country you know right now we have a lot of politicians that have a lot of history uh in their field and a lot of them are lawyers but not a lot of them understand finance economics uh cost of capital debt what that means to a business much less a nation so when a nation's in trouble like we are we're starting to see the ramifications of a long-term poor fiscal policy. So when this happens, then that ties the Fed's hands from a monetary perspective. So we can argue the Fed's horrible, and I would say they are, but they can't really do their job when you deal them a bad hand every year by giving them a trillion and a half dollars in debt and saying, hey, fix me. So this is my experience in that. I've got some thoughts on, we just launched a seven-year economic rescue plan, so I've got some words for our country. I have so many questions. Ryan Binkley is our guest. He's running for president of the United States. 
and people should take you serious. They're like, where did Rob find this guy on the on the circle? Was he just wandering around? <laughs> You've almost got the 40,000 donors required to get into, into the, the debate. I think we'll have it by the end of the day. Maybe tomorrow. We just found out we had 7,000 donors yesterday. Incredible. How does that happen? How do people find you? you know, Are you just that charming and charismatic? What? That, where? That is mainly it. Plus, it's our 100 do- uh, field workers we have out there. We have about 100 field team. So what we found is talking people face-to-face. You know, there's some people out there doing these gift cards. I don't know if you heard of that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Burger. You know, give me $20. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a dollar or whatever. So uh, that sounds nice. But we just decided to do it different. We went grassroots. We got college students, young people, knocking on doors, telling people about our campaign, and, you know, saying, hey, if you like this message, because it's a different message. Message. We'll get into this. I'm asking part, the Republican Party to think different in its time because, you know, our, our country's broken and we haven't had a leader think about how do we transcend this division we're in. And I'm speaking to that, but with real solutions. So I'm not just talking about unifying our country for the sake of unity, actually giving us a couple things to work on together. And I, I believe it's time for that. And people are responding. So if you want to bullet point a couple of those things, I'd be open to hearing them. Wow. So first of all, Our country is going to be setting the next generation up for likely the greatest economic failure since the Great Depression. I see a perfect storm coming in the next five, seven years if we don't do something. So what I mean by that, most of America doesn't know the debt we're in. I mean, I had 60 young people at my office at corporate headquarters two months ago. I said, how many of you know how much debt we have? 32 trillion. One or two. So you guys- <laughs> Very good, two- Casey. You could work for Ryan. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, <you> guys, <laughs> listeners are knowing because y'all are knowledgeable, yeah. but you know, the track record we're on in eight years is for it to be about 50 trillion. So with this path we're on, and that's going to move the largest expense that we have in the federal government to be interest payments, which we don't have the money to pay. So that's going to move from 8% to 12 or 14%. So how do we get out of it? Well, we borrow money. We roll the printing presses to pay this. So we've printed 40% of our nation's money supply just in the last few years. So the reason we have inflation, 30% on big stuff, rent, mortgage, gas, fuel, shelter, only if you need to eat or drive somewhere does this impact you. And um, it's destroying the country. And so here's what's happening. Banks are trying to rescue us from inflation. Excuse me, the central bank is by raising rates. This is going to slow down the economy. So we see this right now. Mergers and acquisitions is down 15% in the United States. That's how companies grow. Uh, you can't buy a house, can't buy a car. Everything's going to be, the average family spending $700 more a month right now. So the options are this, hyperinflation, expansive inflation in the next five to seven years or a balanced budget. Let's do something we haven't done in 30 years. That's what I'm suggesting. Uh, Ryan Binkley is our guest. He's running for president of the United States. So you got here. You're from Dallas. I assume you didn't walk. Like, you've got to have a legit infrastructure we to have get... the money to fly. Yeah. So this is... <laughs> where do you start? I'm so curious. Like, if I were to say... To, and you can tell us how you did it. I want to run for president. I would have no idea how to start. How do you even start running for president? Well, we actually started a couple years ago. We started traveling to, um, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina, Missouri, speaking with business leaders and churches. I started talking to people about getting involved in government and just, you know, getting let the message resonate in my heart that we have to start owning this process, you know, and we began doing that. Then I just went with a team of people, shared with our vision and uh, some supporters, and we decided to make the announcement in April of this year in Dallas, Texas. We had about 800 people there, mm-hmm. and it was fun. We I don't even have 800 story. friends. You got 800 people to come to a campaign yeah, event. That's absolutely. amazing. Yeah. You should see it. It's a great. It's out there on our website, Binkley 2024. Uh, a lot of people say this, Ryan, it's a great speech, but your wife, she was amazing. So my wife, Ellie, knocked it out of the park. So, But you know, our message is resonating because it's, it's time for us to stop this division that we're in. 
There's no way we can solve the big problems we have by throwing darts at each other all day on Friday and say, oh, by the way, come work with me on Monday. That's not the way leadership works. We, we haven't had anybody transcend our party since Reagan. And so we are, we are talking about real issues, the border, the budget, health care. How are we going to solve the end of war? How are we going to solve the urban America education? Big problems. Republicans can't do it on their own. We're going to have to think different. Is it weird the way it's done to qualify for the debate? Let's face it. If you don't get on that debate stage, that's lifeblood. you got millions of eyeballs. You need to be mm-hmm. up there. You've got, what, till Monday to make it. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that you have to beg people for $1? Like, we were laughing about Mike Pence not making it, and that's pathetic that someone with his name ID couldn't do it. But you got the Burgum guy who's basically buying the votes. Legal- I mean, he's doing it legally, but he's basically <laughs> legally buying people's votes. That seems like a really crappy way to decide who's viable of who can who can bag enough people for one dollar yeah, that's it that's a bad plan so you know we've just been sharing our message with people like i said we got field workers out there and they're just talking to people sharing our vision and uh you know it's been great so we've been able to get it it's been snowball effect in the positive but you know our track has been iowa so most people don't know that i how important iowa is in this caucus uh state for the grassroots candidate which i am so i've been to 62 counties in Iowa. i'm there every single week for the last three months and and uh, we are sharing with people sometimes five and six meetings a day. I mean, we're putting miles on a pickup truck I took up there and we are visiting with people because Iowans expect you to be in their living rooms and their breakfast tables at the restaurants talking about why do you believe what you believe? Convince me. Is that weird to have to and, be as invasive as possible to people? Because it, that just seems like counterintuitive mm-hmm, to what people would normally it's want. It's amazing. They love the process. Iowans love the process. They love talking politics and they, they really appreciate their position and how they help I would say this, not show who the winner is. They're setting the field. If you're the top four or five, this field gets windows down, top four or five. That's kind of the field going into New Hampshire and beyond. So they kind of vet the candidates, I would say that, more than anything. But it's good to be there. That's our track that we're taking right now. We're just now getting national media. Are you making it in polling? We, we, we've we gotten a couple polls this week, okay. last week. One major poll, national poll. Uh, we were in another one in Iowa here recently. A bunch are coming out this week. And so we are praying. If yeah. anybody calls you, by the way, Ryan Binkley <laughs> is your candidate, right? So, uh, if any national a, polling companies yes, call you, I'm talking to everybody here in Indiana. Okay, right now, you, so. let's say you make it on the debate stage. Ryan Binkley is our guest. He's running for president of the United States. What's your website, by the way? You're being very Binkley good. Binkley2024.com. Very, very okay, Binkley perfect. And you can give, you, they could give you $1. That gets they you what give you need, right? A million dollars if they go to the pack. No, yeah. I'm kidding. But somewhere between one and 6,600. So, like, right now, if I were. How does this work? I'm very curious. So, if, like, right now, I don't do anything on the Internet. We talk about this all the time. If I were to hand this very lovely assistant of yours $1 and say, this is for Ryan, does that count or does it have to be online? No, you can get – we have an envelope for you both today, and we expect it. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we will have a – Assumptive close right a, that's there. Why right? He's a, that's why he's a successful business guy. I carry a collector guy. with me everywhere I go. They're right here in the studio. It's like being at a church. If you had a camera, you could see these two guys. And uh, But anyway, uh, we have an envelope. You put your name ad- and address on it and occupation email phone number we'll only call you once a week and i'm kidding about that but uh and uh we will uh it counts ryan binkley is our guest he is a candidate for president of the united states he is getting very close to getting the forty thousand individual donors needed to get on the debate stage and when we come back we're gonna ask him the question everybody i'm sure wants to know who is the most obnoxious person running for president on the Republican side in 2024? Goes to all these events. He's around these people. Who is it? Who's the who's the absolute worst? It's Kendall and Casey Show, 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. 
Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.